superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. I am Ryan Warmly, joined on this Tuesday morning by Andrew Erickson and by Joey P. Joe P. Sapia. Joe, we are often not on shows together because we are usually one of us is sitting in the host chair. You will be serving as the analyst for the remainder of the season on this Tuesday show. So we're going to get several episodes together. How are you feeling about that? I'm feeling great. I don't want to say it's a day off. But, you know, no advertisements to sell, none of that stuff. You're doing all the heavy lifting. I just have to talk about football. Yes, that's why I agreed to do this. It's the holiday season. I'm going to take some time for myself. And I appreciate you in the spirit of the Thanksgiving holiday taking on these hosting duties of this show. Uh, thank you for that. It's my burden to bear, but I will happily bear it. Uh, we are changing up this Tuesday show for those who have been with us all season. This was a trade show for most of the year. We are now past Thanksgiving, which means we are now past the trade deadline in most fantasy leagues. If you still have trade related questions, feel free to hop on Discord, throw your questions the way of Joey P, the way of Andrew Erickson and all of our analysts on there. But for the purposes of this show, we're going to shift into more of a predictions episode every single week where we look to the slate ahead coming up for this week. It's week 13 and run through our top five predictions each. And we'll throw some prop bets your way as well. Erickson, is that a fair description of what this show is going to be moving forward? You think? I think so. We're just three guys talking ball. Can't wait. Three guys talking ball. Normally, we do leave a little room if needed for a quick Monday Night Football reaction. I'm going to go ahead and say we we don't need that reaction after last night's game and how boring it was. So we will jump right into the predictions. We'll go five to one alternating. Erickson, let's start with you. My prediction is Dalton Schultz is going to continue to underwhelm, get under 11 fantasy points against the Denver Broncos. You might say, oh, well, Denver Broncos, like they're like a great matchup for tight ends. And that's true. But the thing with Schultz is his usage has looked very, very different when Brevin Jordan has been available for the Houston Texans. That may sound weird. You're like, who's Brevin Jordan? I'm like, same thing. Like, I, I didn't know Brevin Jordan was a thing, but apparently he is because he played a season high 43% snap share last week while Schultz played just 48% of the snaps. Like, that was a significant downgrade for how much Schultz has been playing in the Houston Texans offense. So there was a time when Schultz was looking like, hey, we can start this guy with confidence every single week. He was firing along with C.J. Stroud and most of the offensive pieces. But last week, he only had two targets because Brevin Jordan was back in the lineup. And when you look at earlier in the season, when Brevin Jordan was active, we were seeing similar splits with Dalton Schultz not being as productive. Jordan was inactive weeks five through 10, and that's when you saw Dalton Schultz have that spike in production. So although the matchup on paper looks really good for against the Denver Broncos, like I think Schultz actually might be a trap this week. So I'm going to go under on his fantasy points being under double digits. So it's a little early in the week, obviously, Tuesday morning for the ECR rankings to be fully updated. But right now, Schultz is tight end six and half PPR. Do you think that's going to end up coming down? I don't think so, because I think people are going to look at the matchup be like, oh, Denver. Mm. But it doesn't matter if he's not playing the actual full-time role, because I could argue, oh, well, what if Brevin Jordan is the one that just benefits from the matchup? So that's my concern with Dalton Schultz, because tight ends, it's so critical that you're on the field enough to really produce. And yes, could he catch a touchdown? Sure. 
But besides that, like I think he's going to be more touchdown or bust than based on what his some of his recent game logs have kind of shown. Any prop bets on this one? So for me, it's just going back to what's wor- like Tank Dell. Like, 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 why, like, why are we going away from Tank Dell? I know he had 50 receiving yards last week. I think that his receiving yards line is actually going to be a lot lower. Look, I think I've seen some that are at 59 and a half yards. That's what I like. It's actually lower than Nico Collins. Like, what? Like, why did we do it? Like, Tank Dell's been the one that's been way more consistent in this offense. And look, in the box score, it removed Tank Dell. Tank Dell caught a 62-yard catch from C.J. Stroud last week. But it got taken off the board because of an illegal shift. By Tank Dell. Like, unless it's Tank Dell getting a penalty on himself, there's nothing that can stop this guy. So I'm going to take the over on, on Tank Dell and his receiving yards. I think it's going to be way too low and it gets released because of how he only had 50 yards last week. Um, and I think Patrick Sertain's not going to trail him. I think Sertain will probably match up more with Nico Collins as a perimeter receiver where Tank Dell they're going to be more flexible with. So I'm just going to continue to roll out Dell as a top 10 ECR wide receiver every single week. Joe, what do you think about that line for Dell? 59 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I'm with Erickson on the over here, and I've been making money on Tank Dell anytime touchdown score for weeks now. Uh, I had a little little tiny skinny parlay together with CJ Stroud in the over 275 and a half last week on betting pros. We talked about that and pairing it with Tank Dell, which was a really good number on the plus side of the anytime touchdown score. And he's been so consistent. He's the guy that he looks for in those big spots. Now, the Denver Broncos defense has played better, but I'm really glad that Andrew brought up what he did about Dalton Schultz, too, because all of a sudden when Jordan came back, you saw that playing time all of a sudden look a little bit different. So that becomes really difficult to score fantasy points if you're not on the field. See, it's a very simple game. If you're on the field, it's harder to score fantasy points. It wasn't just that 62-yard pass, too. He also had that, like, toe-tapper on the sideline that they just barely called that he was out. So it could have been a much bigger mm-hmm. day for Dell in that game. Can you guys believe we are this deep into the NFL season? We've got to make every second count with DraftKings Sportsbook. You can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five on any matchup. We may have a brutal six teams on by in Week 13. But we can still find some awesome matchups to get excited about. 49ers Eagles is the obvious standout. Chiefs Packers is super intriguing as well. But the sneaky most important game might actually end up being Broncos Texans with both teams at a surprising six and five right in the thick of the playoff hunt. The Texans are laying three and a half points at home in that one. I cannot wait to watch it and watch Tank Dell some more. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code FANTASYPROS. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on the NFL only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code fantasy pros the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in West Virginia visit www.1800gambler.net please play responsibly in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas must be 21 or older in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction see DraftKings sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms.
Joey P, give me your number five prediction. Well, we're going to start with Michael Pittman scoring over 20 half PPR points this week with a touchdown. You might say, well, that doesn't seem like a really hot take because Michael Pittman's been really solid. Maybe one of the most underrated, unheralded wide receivers of the 2023 season. Very quietly, just continuing to be very good every single week. But he's only had one week where he reached 20 fantasy points. He reached exactly 20 in week one. And in case you're keeping score at home, it's now week 13. That's a long time. So I know the target share has been very solid. He has seen double digit targets in three of his last four games. He has caught at least eight balls in all four of those games. So really, we're looking for that correction of the touchdown. And I think we're going to get that. Gardner Minshew has done a really good job of getting him the football, facilitating him. The Tennessee Titans also are pretty middling against the pass. Like they're kind of right in the middle of the league. But ironically, they're also only giving up 12 receiving touchdowns all year. So you might not think it's, you know, quite as as good bold but until you start to look at that and you say wow this is kind of a tough spot but I think that Michael Pittman can come away with that in this game again he hasn't scored a touchdown since week eight you're coming out of a bye this past week he looked really sharp 10 catches for 107 uh in that contest against Tampa so I think that Michael Pittman is due for a really big game here and uh look he has again been that guy that you could just lock in every single week for fantasy points the touchdowns have been hard to come by sometimes Gardner Minshew can win you games sometimes he can lose you games but I think in this one we're looking for the touchdown we're looking for a big day from Pittman I I love this call in the early ECR rankings he's actually all the way up at wide receiver seven which I was surprised to see given that he hasn't actually reached that threshold since week one but he's been so remarkably consistent also as we mentioned six teams on by so you're gonna see some higher rankings than you might expect for a lot of players but I think it's a great call given the matchup and just the consistency he's given you this season do you have a prop bet on this one I do what I'm looking for is probably that line's gonna be set for him and we'll talk about this on betting pros later in the week somewhere probably around seven and a half receptions that's what I would be setting it at so if you see that i would still go the over on that now if it's your climb to the eight and a half range that gets a little bit trickier but i think the way you do this is you go with the seven and a half and then you go you pair it again that skinny parlay just pick the two things you think you can get right here bet them both separately and then put them together and if you do that i imagine it's going to be anywhere from plus 150 or even higher because he hasn't been the touchdown guy so you might even on some sites that you might be looking at get an even better opportunity to bet that it could be as high as plus 175 185 or maybe even plus 200 on some sites and that's why i use that betting pros app because it gives you all the ranges of where the best lines are so you can go find it and bet it and that's how you maximize your efforts there on the betting side but i think this is a a unique opportunity not only for a big day for Pittman on the yardage the receptions but also on that touchdown thing which has been hard to come by he only has three on the entire season erickson what do you think about that anytime touchdown bet well i love it you know you look at michael Pittman; he actually is he ranks really highly in the NFL in terms of like total red zone targets. Mm -hmm. But again, like it really hasn't translated into the touchdown production because a lot of the touchdowns have gone to the running backs for the Colts. But what do we know? Jonathan Taylor might not play this week. Like he's dealing with a thumb injury. So unless we see the Zach Moss show, which we saw at the beginning of the season, that could happen. But how do you attack this Titans defense is through the pass. Like you don't attack them on the ground necessarily, even though the Colts are a team that does want to establish a run. We know what they do on offense. Like they have such a concentrated target share between Michael Pittman, Josh Downs, and like nobody else gets the ball. Like, like those are the guys that get the ball. So if it's not Pittman scores, it's probably Josh Downs. And he had three reds on targets last week. So yeah, I, I need both these Colts receivers, I think should be in all starting lineups and you should like them a lot in the props market. Erickson, I'll stick with you for the next prediction here. 
um, going to uh, one of my favorite backfields in a really gross game, which which is a total that just continues to drop. I think it's at like 33 points now. But <laughs> Bijan Robinson to score 20 plus <laughs> fantasy points. Look, he's thrown up back to back games with 90 plus rushing yards. He's being more efficient. They're using him more. Arthur Smith has bent the knee. He's he's, he's heating <laughs> toward the fantasy managers. He's going to give Bijan the ball. Tyler Ozier barely plays anymore. Look. He led the team in targets in the first half last week. He led the team in targets overall in the game with Desmond Ritter under center because this is how Arthur Smith hides Desmond Ritter. He feeds Bijan Robinson the ball, and then he's like, hey, when you drop back to throw, you throw it to Bijan. Like, that's all you do. You throw it to Bijan, throw it to Drake London here and there, but nobody else, nobody else gets the ball, and it keeps it somewhat in control even though Ritter is going to throw interceptions at the end of the day no matter what. So the way that Bijan usage is, is continuing in this upward trajectory, the fact that he's now getting more of the red zone work that Tyler Argier was originally seeing, he had three red zone touches this past week. I just love the matchup against the Jets, who are a team that you attack on the ground. 10th most rushing yards allowed per game, 100 rushing yards to opposing running backs overall on the season. And it's a run funnel defense. The Jets have the highest run rate face this season because teams know we can't throw on them. Arthur Smith is like, thank the Lord. Like, I don't have to throw on this team at all. Like, if, if it was just up to him, he would have Desmond Ritter throw the ball five times in this game. So I think that Bijan is set up to have a monster game, even though it is the Jets defense and an ugly total. I think that he can do enough from touchdowns, from catches out of the backfield to go over 20 fantasy points. So Desmond Ritter passing yardage line set at 182 and a half. It sounds like you like the under there because oh you don't God. think the Falcons are throwing. <laughs> Warm, I don't like the under. I love, love the under <laughs> on Desmond Ritter. Again, this is a defense that teams don't want to throw on. Like teams don't throw on this defense and no team wants to throw less than the Atlanta Falcons. Last week, off the bye week, right? Falcons pass rate over expectation was negative 16%. <laughs> Ritter had 21 passes and 13 completions. Like, they're not going to throw the ball, and the Jets with Tim Boyle are not going to force them to throw the ball in any way, shape, or form. So get ready for, like, 40 rushing attempts at MetLife Stadium, <laughs> which is what we know, the anti-course field of the NFL. Mm. Joe, I, I want to get your next prediction here, but I want to ask you to, Joey P, does the P stand for predictions or prop bets? Are you Joey oh, props or are you Joey predictions? I'm all of them, baby. All full <laughs> service here. And to Erickson's point, too, one more thing to add to that. The inefficiencies of that Jets offense is going to keep that defense on the field too much. And over time, if you keep pounding away, pounding away, that's why the numbers are so bad against the run, because that defense is very talented, but they've been taxed. And you see it late in games with the Jets, where it just starts to fall apart because uh, they just don't have anything left in the tank. And what a concept. Give Bijan Robinson the football, you win football games. I mean, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> yeah. Not not us. Uh, not Joe, us. give me your next prediction. Uh, next prediction here. Uh, I don't like to copy and paste necessarily off of what I saw last week, but I think I saw enough last week when it came to Kyron Williams uh, in that contest that I think we should be looking at Jalen Warren this week against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the all-purpose yardage for Kyron Williams was off the charts, 200 of them last week. And Jalen Warren, very similar kind of skill set we're talking about. Maybe even a little bit more physical of a runner, obviously. I think we can say that too. So we know that with Matt Canada gone, they want to throw the football a little bit more. That's fine and dandy, but we're still going to be getting the ball into the running back's hands. And both of these guys, I think, are going to have busy days. So I like Jalen Warren to go over 100 all-purpose yards in this game. And I also like Najee Harris to get a touchdown. I think the Arizona Cardinals, you've already seen it here. We've seen what's happened here in the last few weeks that, you know, Jalen Warren and Harris are still working in that committee sort of feel we go back and forth a little bit but at the end of the day i think we should all be very confident to start both of these guys in fantasy this week as we should be always but at the same time i think particular warren is the interesting one here too because that all-purpose yardage 
I think is going to really carry him, especially in those PPR leagues. He's going to work in the passing game, I think, in this contest. Uh, I think you also look at some of the lack of effort you get sometimes out of some of the wide receivers there, <laughs> Deontay Johnson. And I think they're going to be called out there a little bit. And I think if those guys aren't prepared, aren't engaged in the game, you'll see Mike Tomlin and this offense start to look at other people to get them involved more. And I think Jalen Warren has earned that. And I think Najee Harris is a lock at some point to get a touchdown in this game as well. Are you betting those also? I am. I am. I think in my opinion, if you're looking for a number, my brain would say somewhere on 80 and a half for that Jalen Warren all purpose number. Now, if I'm thinking he's going to get 100, I lock that up. If they want to push that to 85, even 87 and a half, I'm still going to go over. I'm that confident that he can pull this off in this game. And I do think that, of course, Kyler Murray and company is capable in that offense of continuing to push totals. And that's something that's very important, not just in the betting world, but in the fantasy world, too. Right. You don't want to just sit on points here. We want some challenge from the opposing offense to kind of push that total forward, which also pushes fantasy points forward. It all comes together here. So you want to challenge. I think Murray's up to that task here against Pittsburgh, despite the fact they're a pretty good defense, too. And as far as Harris goes, I think that. Touchdown will probably be somewhere in the anytime touchdown of a plus 120 range. And if you get anything in that vicinity, I think that's a really good one. Again, I would stay away from the Najee Harris totals because of that uncertainty. How much work is he going to get? How much work is Warren going to get? Instead, don't worry about that. Focus on the all purpose of Warren because you give yourself more opportunities. And then on the flip side of that, look for a Najee Harris sometime goal line touchdown to just, you know, kind of fall into the end zone. I think that is a good way to attack this game. I've mentioned the early ECR, you know, for week 13 a couple of times here. Jalen Warren down at RB 21. That that seems a little too low for me, right, Joe? Oh, well, especially this week, going against a 30th ranked <laughs> rush defense of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't understand this. And they're, look, they're yeah. middling against the pass, but 30th ranked rush defense, like you are going to get Jalen Warren the football. You are going to get Najee Harris the football. Those guys are going to eat. And I just don't see any scenario where that does not happen. But again, sometimes when you're trying to make money on investments that way, we can pigeonhole ourselves trying to go for just the rushing or just the receiving. If you get a very low number on the receiving, that's interesting in Warren. But instead, I would look for the all-purpose combine them and give yourself more opportunities. Because if he has the big run or the big catch, you might get a big chunk of this in one play. Erickson, quickly, what do you like better? Over on, let's say, 80 and a half all-purpose yards for Jalen Warren or anytime touchdown for Najee Harris in the plus 120 range? I like the one on, on Warren, um, you know, Warren, you know, the usage was still pretty solid last week. It was just a matter of, he just didn't rip off any of the big runs. And he also had the fumble too. So, um, I think that, you know, touchdowns just tend to be more fluky again. That's why you're getting at plus money odds, but they have used Warren sometimes at the goal line. And eventually like Kenny Pickett's going to throw a touchdown pass. Like it's, it's going to happen. Like he can't just never throw touchdown passes, especially when they get in the red zone They have Pat Fryer move back. So that'd be the only question that, you know, if Najee doesn't score, it's going to be another Steelers player scoring because I like the Steelers offense this week. That's a, a tease for those at home. December is right around the corner and it's such a fun sports month. We've got football teams making late season playoff pushes, college football bowl games, plenty of hockey and basketball every single day as well. Try picturing yourself at a game, the atmosphere, the excitement, the memories. Why just watch when you can be there live? The best way to get tickets to any of these games this month is on Game Time, the official ticketing app of Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football. Erickson, if I took 49ers Eagles off the board because it's too easy, which other week 13 game would you most want to be at? Be at? I mean, live in person. not want to be a Chargers Patriots, man. Like, isn't, <laughs> isn't, that the, isn't that the marquee matchup that you'd love to be at? Um, I'm totally, totally, totally kidding. Um, 
I think that the matchup that I was looking forward to the most was it's the Texans and they're playing the Broncos. Yeah. The Broncos like that matchup to me is, is really interesting. You know, you have a Broncos team that's like surging somehow, some way after being left for dead to start the year, their defense is playing really well. Um, Russell Wilson is playing better, even though his like raw numbers aren't there. He's been like really efficient with the past attempts he's got. And like CJ Stroud is, you know, prime time watch, break out your popcorn every single week with that guy. Like any given CJ Stroud is like <laughs> buckle me up for the next three hours. Like I don't want to watch anything else. Cause he's so fun to watch, especially his ability to make off script plays. So for me, that Texans Broncos game, that's where I want to be. Joe, what about you again? I'm taking Niners Eagles off the board. Cause that's too obvious. I want to be at the Patriots game rooting against <laughs> the Patriots so they can get a higher draft <laughs> yeah. pick. Cause I want a franchise quarterback. That's easy. Let's go. All the Chargers all day. Go Pats. Uh, there's no Ravens game this week for me to be at. No. So I'll just take, oh, I'll, I'll take the low hanging fruit and I'll say I'll, I will allow myself to pick Niners Eagles. As luck would have it, I'm on the Game Time app right now. And both those games, all three of them are available still. It even shows me what the cheapest options are. And check this out. I can see the view from the seats right away without having to click through a bunch of times to understand what it is I'm paying for. For last minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football team, Download Game Time, download the Game Time app and redeem code Fantasy Pros for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app and enter code Fantasy Pros, all one word for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Erickson, give me your number three prediction here. All right, teased it before the ads, but Steelers are going to score 24 points on offense this week against the Cardinals. Like last week, we had our Fantasy Pros bold prediction article. I boldly claim the Steelers would break their 45-game streak of games with under 400 yards of offense. What did they do? They had 400 yards of offense in the first game without Matt Canada. And somehow, the Steelers bet that I had over 17.5 points didn't cash because the touchdown from Deontay Johnson was not confirmed. And I just realized as well, if Deontay Johnson had caught that, I would hit on a six-leg parlay with Deontay Johnson's receiving yards. So Deontay Johnson owes me money and owes me points from last week. So whether it's from the refs, I don't care. I'm betting in on the Steelers here again on their offense against this atrocious Arizona Cardinals defense. I want all the overs, like running back Steelers. I want receiving yardage. So I want it all. And that leads me to my bet with Kenny Pickett over his passing yards prop, 212 and a half passing yards. Again, it's going to be really low wherever it's released. It's going to be around that 200 yard mark. But what he did before his injury, he was over this number in all but one game before his injury. So he's already shown that hey, I can put up 200 passing yards in my sleep as long as I have an offense with all my weapons healthy. He finally has that. He finally has an offense that's, hey, let's attack the weakness of the defense. Let's attack the middle of the field with Pat Fryman. Let's hit George Pickens down the field for big gains. So I really just like the Steelers' offense in this spot. And because the Steelers' players, over the course of the season, their numbers are so suppressed because of how bad the offense has been, but we need to wake up and be like, hey, this offense can actually create yardage. We saw it last week against a bad defense. I think we're going to see the same thing against another bad defense. Cardinals defense, hot garbage. 31st in points allowed at 27. We saw a Rams offense that's looked horrible at times this year absolutely destroy Arizona. And unfortunately, Kyler Murray being back doesn't make the defense better. Like the defense has been a mess all year long. So I think the Steelers continue to roll on offense. They get over 400 yards again, but this time they actually score points. Joe, the Steelers dropped 26 against the Browns in week two and 24 against the Rams in week seven. They have not reached 24 points in a game any other time this season, despite their seven and four record, which is really remarkable. Do you think they hit that threshold against the Cardinals this week? 
I don't. Uh, I, I just don't. I, I think they're just too inefficient what they do, unfortunately. But if they are going to do it against a team, Arizona is a good shot. But it's not something that I would be betting on at this point because, like you said, they just haven't been that sort of an offense. Uh, to Erickson's point, too, that he dropped that Fryermuth bomb there. That's also a guy. He was our waiver wire pickup of the week yesterday on the waiver wire show. That's a guy that should be added in all leagues because he got a good schedule coming up there and he has his red zone upside. And I think as you're looking at some of these guys like Dalton Schultz, who we mentioned earlier in the show, who might get in scaled back a little bit. Frymuth is that perf- perfect guy to pick up if he's still floating around there and start to play him down the stretch and into the playoffs. Joe, let's stick with you for your next prediction. Well, I know when you take a top talent, you say he's going to be good. It's not exactly, a, you know, a crazy hot take. But if you look at the last two weeks, it's been a little underwhelming for A.J. Brown. Now, you wouldn't let me go to this game, so I'm going to have to go vicariously live through <laughs> my wager. But out of the bye, one catch against Kansas City. Very disappointing day. Finishes wide receiver 92. OK, that's fine. And then last week, another underwhelming day. Five catches for 37. Now, he did have the nine targets. The weather was a big factor in that game. If you watch that, you could tell it was really difficult there with the rain that was just steady throughout that entire contest. You're not going to have that. Now, I know a lot of people are concerned about while well, the 49ers, that pass rush, they should be concerned about that pass rush. Chase Young is fantastic. Nick Bosa on the other side. It's a great combination that they've been able to do. They put a lot of pressure on quarterbacks ever since they've come out of that bye and they made that deal at the deadline. However, let's give some respect to the offensive line of the Philadelphia Eagles, which is one of the best in the league. And I want to give those guys some respect. And the thing the Eagles do so well, which is why they win football games, is they are good up front on offense, up front on defense. That's where you still win football games at the end of the day. No matter how much the NFL has evolved into this giant passing league, they are ferocious up front on both ends of the football. And I think they will give Jalen Hurts enough time. And Jalen Hurts is mobile enough to avoid pass rush and find A.J. Brown. And look, it's been a disappointing couple weeks here for him, but also that Hufanga injury to that Niner secondary, I think is huge. That's a secondary that's not great to begin with, and now you take out one of the best pieces here going forward. So I think A.J. Brown's going to have a really big day. I think they're going to find ways to get him the football, continue to pepper him with targets, because they know, once again, if they lock up this game, they have locked up basically the idea of that first round bye, and there's only one of them nowadays. And the Eagles know how important that is in such a long season. So I think this is a very important game for the Eagles. I think AJ Brown's going to show up in it. Yeah, he had that you know six game stretch where he was going over 125 receiving yards mm-hmm. every single week, but the last four weeks, 66 yards by week, eight yards, mm-hmm. 37 yards. Are you confident enough to bet on him to top those numbers this week? I am. Uh, I think this number is going to be set probably in that 70 range, maybe 75 on some sites. Uh, I think that he can go all the way up to 120 receiving yards in this game. I think we're going to see another smash game from him in this one, which I know people say, well, it's the 49ers. And that's why I think it is a little bold, because as you pointed out, Ryan, the trend line, not great. And then on top of it, you've got a situation where you are looking at. A.J. Brown having to go against, you know, a very formidable, good unit that is out there for revenge. But I think you can bet this at 70. I think in the alternate yards, you can go up to 80 plus 90 plus, even 100 plus. And if you want to throw in that anytime touchdown, I think it's going to be somewhere in that 130 to 150 on the plus side range for A.J. Brown. Because, again, the last few weeks have been tough and the 49ers get a lot of respect as they should in the betting market. But don't panic here. A.J. Brown is still your number one guy in your fantasy leagues. Don't worry about the matchups. You're always playing your studs. But I think this is the kind of game where the studs show up. And I think he's going to show up in a big way and have a big game against the Niners. 
As I mentioned at the top of the show, this is a new format for the show. So I just, just want to take a second and let everybody know you can go leave a review, fantasypros.com slash review, or head to Spotify. Let us know what you think of the show, what we're doing well, what we can improve on as we uh, kind of tweak this format here for the home stretch of the season. Erickson, give me your number two prediction, which is also in the same game as, uh, as Joe just went. Yep, same game. I do want to make another note, too, on, on A.J. Brown. I think that if Dallas Goddard actually returns, I think that's actually a really good boost for mm-hmm. A.J. Brown because you look at A.J. Brown, like, the last couple of weeks, like, Dallas Goddard hasn't played. And I think that his presence over the middle field really opens things up for A.J. Brown. And this these splits go back to last year, too. Like, last year, we saw Devontae Smith have a really strong finish because Dallas Goddard was out, and that ate into A.J. Brown's production. We're seeing it again this year. No Dallas Goddard. A.J. Brown hasn't been as productive. So Dallas Goddard apparently is pushing to play in this supreme matchup. So I think that if he does end up going, I actually like the A.J. Brown props a little bit more in that capacity. But the guy I love the most in this game, by far, is Brandon Ayuk. Like, he is going to go absolutely nuclear against the Eagles. Over 100 receiving yards. Honestly, it could be over 150 receiving yards. Because the pattern with Ayuk, guys, every time Ayuk has like 50 receiving yards, less than 50 receiving yards the next week, it's 100 yards. It's like every single time because he's the most efficient player in this passing game. Like George Kittle, Debo Samuel, when they have their weeks, it's because they get volume. But Brandon Ayuk has shown throughout the entire season, if you've had him on your fantasy team, this guy always gets it done. Last week, he had four targets. He caught a 28-yard touchdown and still got it done on just four targets. Like Debo Samuel had to get there with all the volume he was seeing. Ayuk is so efficient. The uber-efficiency that he brings makes him a fantasy star. But then when the volume comes his way... This is when you see the absolute eruption spots for Brandon Ayuk. And what team faces the most passing attempts in the NFL is the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, this is the matchup that you want against for Brandon Ayuk. It's the perfect matchup for him to go absolutely nuclear. And again, going back to the point about how he bounces back, he has posted no less than 76 receiving yards following a week when he's had 60 or fewer yards. It's like in the game plan where Shanahan looks like, wow, maybe we should get Ayuk the ball more after they don't get him the ball enough. And I think in this matchup, which is a a shootout game, like Kyle Shanahan and Nick Sirianni are going into this game thinking, we got to score points. Like this game is going to be dialed up, I think, for Ayuk to just do absolutely nuclear. We could see him have a season high in targets, and that's going to translate into a ton of production. So I think that whatever his prop is going to be at, it's going to be too low because it's going to be his median projection where I, I think that he goes over 100 yards pretty easily. Who do you think wins this game, Erickson? It's just such a big matchup, and we keep talking about it from all these different angles. Who do you actually think comes out on top? I'm with Vegas. 49ers are favorite for a reason. Uh, I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. Joe, what do you think about that? Give me the Eagles. I keep betting the Eagles on the money line every single week in these big matchups, and guess who keeps finding a way to win games is the Eagles. And this yeah, one's in Philadelphia. Really, they're getting lucky. They're getting lucky Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, sometimes you're lucky. Sometimes you're good. At the end of the well, day. Sometimes your luck runs out. At the end of the day, uh, I want to see Brock Purdy go into a hostile environment in San Francisco. Excuse me, in Philadelphia. And it is going to be a hostile environment. I lived in Philadelphia for six years of my life. Trust me, it's hostile. And I want to see him go out there and win a big game because that's one of the things like, again, Brock Purdy, ton of respect for him. He's done a great job with this offense, but him going into some of these big games and showing up and winning them on the road. I mean, look, you saw how things kind of fell apart in that Cleveland game for him on the road. I want to see if the moment's too big for him at the end of the day. And I think this is the first real test you're going to get of Brock Purdy on the road. And we'll see if he passes. I don't think so. And therefore, I am not as much on Ayuk as Erickson is. I do like Ayuk. I'm going to say something that I never enjoy saying, which is I agree with Joe on this one. Uh, Oh, no. I I would definitely, just the fact that this is in Philly, like, I don't want to hate Brock Purdy, but like, 
They What's should, that? They, he kicked a 59-yard field goal. That, that they kicked on. it. Uh, I, I'm not saying it's going to be some blowout or anything. I mean, these are two really, really well, good then, teams, why are obviously. Why the 49ers favorites, then? If, if it's so obvious the Eagles should win, why are they favorites? I didn't say it's team. obvious. I'm just picking the Eagles if I if I had to pick. I mean, it's again, it's two really good teams. Obviously, either of them could win this game. I'm going to side with Joe. I want, I want to see it. Don't uh, you think the Brock Eagles Purdy take that personally, like that they're not favored at home? They're I mean, the team that went I, to the Super Bowl? I, oh, I think they do. I think well, they I think very the 49ers much do. Don't care. I mean, the 49ers are the team that lost to them last year. I don't know, like, man. They beat they Dallas at home. They just beat the Buffalo Bills. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They are running the gauntlet of the best football teams, and you just want to call them lucky? I think there's a little bit more yeah, to it than they're that. they're getting by barely. Like there's not, an experience they, like clutch factor at play as well, where like their big time players step up in big time moments. I, I don't know that it's fully luck to say like that this team knows how to win in close games. Again, they were in the Super Bowl last year um, and they're really good. We lead. can move on from that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a point. Yeah. laughs> if uh, if you guys need new tires for your car, discount tire is your go to. They have exceptional service and you get a 30 percent shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at discounttire.com. They have this really cool feature called Treadwell, which is an online tire buying guide that gives you transparency on tire performance as well as personalized recommendations based on your location and driving habits discount tire is also the largest independent tire retailer in the country so it has the biggest selection of tires and wheels and here's a pro tip from the experts at discount tire you can prevent wear and boost gas mileage by keeping your tires properly inflated tire pressure supports the weight of your vehicle and is important to check for safety so if it's been over a month since you last checked your tire pressure stop by one of their local stores for a free tire safety and air pressure check discount tire let's get you taken care of joe give me your number two prediction all right well i'll be quick on this one mike evans to cross 100 yards receiving and with the tutty and he's only done this twice so far this year because we know mike evans with those totals can be a little boomer bust usually he has three or four giant games a year that's usually the mike evans game log and he's got two of them and i think this week is going to be another one they are at home against carolina uh, tampa's played relatively well here in these last few weeks again they haven't necessarily come up with a lot of wins but i think you can say baker mayfield i think has done enough to keep this job next year and i think that uh, mike evans has been a big part of that now erickson knows from working with me all these years every time a coach gets fired uh, I love to go and say all right let's go let's go bet that team let's go in on the Carolina side I'm not doing that this week. This is a one in 10 team. This is a complete debacle. This is a team. I think that's falling apart here organizationally, and that's a bad thing. So I don't expect a bounce off the Frank Reich hire a uh, firing. In fact, I think that it's only going to cause more disarray within the Carolina Panthers organization. This is a tough time. Not only did they fire Reich, they also got rid of McCown, the quarterback coach. They also got rid of Deuce Staley, the running back coach. Like all of a sudden now you got to prepare for a road game in a few days with a whole different group of people doing different jobs, that to me is a bad sell. And to me, I'm looking at Mike Evans here and to look at the prop bet, 72 and a half, I think is probably a receiving yard total. If you get anything under that, crush the over. Anytime touchdown for him is probably going to be somewhere around plus 115. That would be my guess. Also a pretty good wager. But I think Mike Evans has one of those 100-yard games. You can click off three of the four here on the season. Maybe he has one more before the end of the year. But I think he and Baker Mayfield uh, go out there and have a really good game against the Carolina Panthers. Erickson, what do you like better as a prop bet? Uh, Mike Evans in terms of the receiving yardage going over or the anytime touchdown? Probably like the receiving yardage over. Doesn't he have, isn't he like a hundred yards away from a thousand? Isn't like that. Uh, I think he's pretty close. He is 150 like, yards away. Plus he also has a touchdown in four of his last, uh, excuse me, five of his last six games. And he's got at least averaging a touchdown plus 
six games in a row. I mean, this guy has just been money when it comes to catching touchdowns on this run, and I don't see that stopping against Carolina. And as Erickson said, we're getting real close to another 1,000-yard season for Evans, which is just stunning. Yeah, Erickson, uh, let's stick with you here for your top prediction for the week, which also happens to be our Uber Eats prediction. We'd almost, almost guarantee, Erickson, what do you got? Travis Etienne is going to score 20-plus fantasy points against the Cincinnati Bengals, I believe, on Monday Night Football, which, again, we get... Instead of Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, we get Trevor Lawrence and Jake Browning, which is unfortunate. But hey, you know, <laughs> Jaguars got to score fantasy points, so we'll take it. Look, Etienne has been kind of sluggish after their bye week. He really hasn't put up the production that was made him basically look like a league winner to start the year. Um, his touches have come down a little bit. They've been limiting his workload a little bit as they kind of look ahead towards the fantasy or their regular playoffs because they want to make sure they have him at 100%. So Dearness Johnson's getting more involved, but... Despite that, like he still had 24 touches last week. <laughs> like he, he missed some time. He was in the locker room getting checked for a chest injury and somehow finished up with 24 touches, but he didn't score despite having four red zone carries. And I want to point out like Trevor Lawrence isn't going to score rushing touchdowns every single week. Like that's not going to continue to happen. So I think that the touchdowns are eventually going to favor back into Travis Etienne's favor as the main goal line back. The Bengals are an atrocious defense. Look, we've seen guys like Najee Harris and Devin Singletary <laughs> have monster rushing yard games against this defense. So ETN, I think that his rushing yards prop is going to be way too low for a guy that consistently has seen like 20 plus carries throughout this season. And he's an explosive running back. So as long as he's not hindered by this chest injury, he's been kind of like getting banged up randomly in games recently. Nothing like too serious, but he's been checked on the sideline for this and that. So as long as he's healthy, like not really on the injury report this week, I think that ETN is just really set up really well in this spot to have a ton of fantasy points, be back into that top five conversation like we were talking about before his bye week. And I think he's going to go over a ton of rushing yards. Here's a prediction from me. The food you've been craving can be delivered to your door through Uber Eats. Get food from your favorite restaurants plus groceries and other essentials delivered straight to your front door with Uber Eats. This football season, stay planted on your couch and get anything, well, almost, almost anything you need for game day by ordering on the Uber Eats app. Uber Eats, the official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. And Joe, you also want to hit on Travis Etienne for your number one prediction. <laughs> oh, here. So we are in lockstep on this one. I do almost, almost all the Travis Etienne. That's <laughs> what I want. Uh, I want that delivered to my house and I want another hundred yard rushing game for him delivered too. now. He's only had one all season, which might surprise a lot of people who might not have rostered him in fantasy. Week five, 126 rushing yards against excuse me, 136 against the Buffalo Bills. So great game for him, but he has yet to reach that mark since and now we are in week 13 and now we have uh, a Cincinnati Bengals defense that's given up over 1500 rushing yards already this season I think this is also a team that's kind of packed it in a little bit I think last week was the last breath can we pull a rabbit out of our hat here win a big in-division game the answer was no and now we have to move on to the rest of the season and I think it's going to be an unfortunate set of circumstances here and I think ATN really gets leaned upon in this game so I'm going to go over 100 rushing yards for him and the touchdown I imagine that number is going to be set somewhere around 60 and a half which I, I know that's going to sound really low but if you look at the game log for him 55 53 79 35 52 56 I even think that's kind of high this is another opportunity to maybe ladder bet it up look for alternate yards where you can plus you know plus money some of those where you get them into that you know plus 110 range and maybe at 70 and then plus 125 or 130 as you get 
up higher and higher on the plus 80 plus 90 range you can do that you can look for that with atn i think the anytime touchdown score will probably be in the minus for him my guess is somewhere on minus 110 if so anything close to that i think it's still pretty safe and you would pair it along with that rushing total and that over because that's the way you get those two things into the plus and that's the way you make more money Quick recap of all of our top 10 predictions here. Dalton Schultz under 11 fantasy points against the Broncos. Michael Pittman over 20 fantasy points with a touchdown. Bijan Robinson 20 plus fantasy points. Jalen Warren over 100 all-purpose yards plus a Najee Harris touchdown. Steelers will score 24 points on offense against the Cardinals. A.J. Brown over 120 yards receiving and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk over 100 receiving yards versus the Eagles. Mike Evans to cross 100 yards receiving with a touchdown. And Travis Etienne were going big. 20 plus fantasy points also going to go for over 100 yards and a touchdown we'll get out of there on that thank you to erickson and joe for making the time and for uh, helping to start this new back half of the season show for joe and erickson i'm ryan warmly we'll see everybody again next time thanks for listening to the fantasy pros fantasy football podcast if you love the show the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on apple podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on spotify Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.